So hopefully we're all um, back in the room now. People have deposited their children next door. And um, we're going to get started in a moment. Sign up to serve. So uh, we've already started to explain some of our thoughts for this morning, but you know it is about signing up to serve this morning, not signing up to be served. Um, if it's your first Sunday with us, you might have picked the wrong week. <laughs> Hello, ho- hopefully not. Um, this morning we are looking at opportunities to serve one another and get involved in the local church. And as I'm chatting, you'll just see some of those areas and things just flicking on the screen behind me. So when we think about these things, when we think about sign up to serve, I imagine that the main response for most of you is, where do I sign? I could say form an orderly queue now and you'd be rushing forwards. So the first question is, why would we bother? Many of us, life is perhaps already busy enough But the short answer is that God wants us to, that it's good for us as a body and it's also good for us as individuals. Um, Hands up if you enjoy coming here on a Sunday morning. You kind of got to put your hand up because you're here. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we've just seen some of the volunteers that have stood up, but by my estimation on any typical Sunday here, we've probably got between 35 and 40 people volunteering just to make Sunday morning happen. And um, those areas, as I say, some of those are on the screen behind me. But 30 to 35, 40 plus people sometimes are giving their time, their energy and their service to God and their service to us so that we can come and enjoy these mornings together. So this morning, my sermon is going to be in two halves. We're going to spend 10 minutes or so just looking at the principle of serving in church. And then there's going to be an opportunity for us to just move around the room. And you can see these um, little stickers and signs that are up. And there'll just be an opportunity for you to go and find a little bit more information from different people that will be at those stations. So my first point this morning is about the language that we've been using and we've purposely this morning is called sign up to serve it's not called sign up to volunteer and you know like lots of churches um, one church has many volunteers lots of volunteers and sometimes we use that term in church to volunteer and we're really grateful for all that people do here the church would not function without it I caught Dave Dunford in the ladies toilets on Friday He was um, painting in there. (laughs) But thanks, Dave, for those people that do just come and volunteer their time. But I believe, and this is what I want to talk about this morning for a moment, that serving in church is more than just volunteering. Volunteering isn't a term that's used very often in the Bible. God calls his people to serve. And you might think this is just a matter of semantics, but I think there is a little bit of a difference, and that's why I just want to try and unpack for a moment. You see, volunteering says, is there anything that I need to do? Whereas serving says, how can I help? Volunteering might be, oh, they're in need. Oh, go on then, I'll give you a couple of hours. I'll sign up. But serving says, this is my privilege. Volunteering says, how can I help you out? Whereas serving says, how can I help you in? You see the difference. Volunteers might do something that they like. They might do something that they enjoy, something that fits in their schedule, but no more. But servants are willing to make a sacrifice. 
Volunteers can often feel free to just leave at any time. They're only volunteers, but servants are committed to the cause. And, you know, when we're volunteers, we can sometimes feel like we may just quit at that first sign of adversity. But servants, people that are called of God, dig in and persevere. And I don't want to labour this point too much this morning. And then there are times when just some volunteering is great, and we're really grateful for that. But there are other times when God has a call on our lives to really serve him and serve the body. Sorry, lost my thought there for a moment. The term volunteer might give a Christian the idea that they have an option to serve in a certain capacity, and then if they do, if it suits them, when they're available, they may then immediately feel like they're going above and beyond. But God's word says that when we have been gifted in certain areas, we're actually compelled to use that gift, serving with the strength that God gives us for the good of others. And more than that, that we should carry out this service joyfully, thanking God for the opportunity to serve his body, the church, and for the opportunity to serve one another. Um, I just want to read some from the scriptures. This is from 1 Peter 4, verses 10 to 11. It's 1 Peter 4, 10 to 11. You can look this up later. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So the Bible, and even then that chapter that I've just read from, from 1 Peter, um, in my Bible, the heading to that whole chapter is living for God. And so I just want to try and convey this morning is this idea of service and serving in church is part of our Christian life, just outworking our life, living for God. You know, in the book of James, we read that faith without works is dead. And that's the thing. It's our faith put into action, into our service. It's our responsibility to learn what our gifts are, to recognise those talents, those abilities that God gives us, and to use them as often as we can. And there's my next point, is that we don't, don't be held back in your service. Our gifts don't need to be perfected before we use them, because God equips those that he calls. Some of us really need to hear that. Our gifts don't have to be perfect before we start using them. Don't be held back in your service to God because you're waiting to be perfect or you're waiting for your gift to be perfect. You know, I, I am a bit of a perfectionist, and I say that as a, a weakness. You know, and sometimes being a perfectionist can get a really good result. Other times it can just stop you doing stuff. Um, earlier this year, um, Bill and Izzy um, helped me build a little garden gazebo, a little gazebo area that I've been talking for about for probably about four years. And, you know, and in my mind, I'd been perfecting the design. I'd been thinking about exactly how we could do it. I'd probably built it seven times in my head, all the different materials we could use. But come the day we did it, Mary just said to me, shall we just do it today? 
let's just go and get what we can get at B&Q and do it. And so we did, and we built it, and now we've got something that's pretty good. But, you know, left to me, when I'm trying to overly perfect things, we would have nothing. So don't let waiting to be perfect hold you back. When opportunity or need arises, we should be willing to step out in faith and use our gifts. And the results often rest with God anyway, not with us. We just bring our bit and let God do the work. If we wait until we feel fully qualified, we may never use the gift that God has deposited in us. And there is something deposited in each one of us. Every member of God's church has a part to play. Now, I don't have time this morning to fully unpack this next bit, but if you want to in your own time, just have a little read of 1 Corinthians 12. It's the bit that Paul talks about, just um, reflecting on the church being like the human body. But in verse 4, it says this, There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but all of them and in everyone is the same work of God. Paul then goes on to talk about the comparing the ear and the eye and the feet and saying how they're all so vitally needed for the body to function properly. And in line, the line 27 or verse 27 of that 1 Corinthians 12 says this, Now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. Now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. It doesn't say some of you are a part of it. It doesn't say those with only the right skills are a part of it. And it doesn't say that those that are good enough are part of it. Each one of us is part of it. If you are a Christian and if you are part of this church, then God has a part for you to play. Young, old, black, white, male, female, God has deposited diverse, unique, different gifts, talents and skills and abilities in every one of us. And he is desperate for us to use that in his church. And it doesn't matter how old you are, if you're at the other end of that scale, if God hasn't called you home to heaven, then he's still got work for you to do here. And this morning, I don't want this in any way to sound like this is some kind of guilt trip into signing up for something. Our service is not about proving anything to God. Our service is not about earning anything. We don't earn our salvation. It's a gift that we receive. Whether we do or whether we don't, God still loves us. God loves us because he loves us because he loves us. In Matthew 20, verses 25 to 28, it says this, Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord over them, with their high officials exercising authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to serve, but be, not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The reason that we serve in church is because Jesus first served us. His service and his sacrifice for each one of us affects something in our heart, and the overflow of that is that we just want to serve and give something back to him. It's back to that point again in James that faith without works is dead. It's because real faith changes something in our heart and as God changes something in us as it affects our heart it affects our actions 
and those areas that we serve. What is God calling you to do for him, for this church, in this time? I'm just going to ask the representatives of the serving teams now and the different areas to just go man their stations, please, around the building. And um, during this time, you're also going to be passed out a little sign-up-to-serve card. Um, On here, it will say, I will sign up to serve in, I will continue to serve in, or I would like more information about. So if you just want to find out a little bit more this morning, if you perhaps only joined our church in the last year or so and you feel that you don't know exactly where to go and who to talk to, just feel free to fill one of these in and there'll be an opportunity to bring those back a little bit later on. But I'd just like to spend five minutes or now, just feel free to get out of your seats, have a little wander around. If there's any of these areas that you see represented, just go and ask how you could get involved or what it's about, what does it look like. They're not going to make you sign your life away on the spot. It's just an opportunity to find out more. So if you'd like to take a few minutes. So I've just got just a few more short thoughts to share with you. And then we're just going to spend a little bit of time just prayerfully considering what we're going to write down on these cards um, and what we can do. And, you know, those of us that are regulars here, um, those as regulars here, they often give financially to the church. Many of us do that with a standing order, but many of us would still come forward and bring a cash offering on a Sunday as part of our worship and um, service to God. And this morning, in a similar way, the cards here, when you've got them filled out, and we don't feel that you have to rush, we can have a little bit of time as we worship in a moment, but we're just going to ask you to bring them forward and just drop them into the boxes at the front here. And this is us just bringing an offering of our service. It's part of our worship to God this morning to just consider how we're going to serve him, and we should just come and bring something forward in a little while. I just want to touch upon a couple of other things. You know, when we serve God, it ple- when we serve God, it pleases him. It benefits us as a body of believers, but it also benefits us as individuals. And I'm just going to give you a few short things. First of all, we grow in our relationship with Christ. When we serve on a team with other believers and we're rubbing shoulders with them, it can encourage us and strengthen our walk with God. It also helps us to discover purpose and fulfilment. You know, when we're serving in the right area, when we're operating with our spiritual gifting, even though we're serving and giving our time, something can happen where we can actually feel spiritually refreshed because we just know that joy that comes when we're walking in the things that God is calling us to do. We can also find community and relationships with others. Marcus mentioned some of this earlier on with that analogy of going to a house for dinner. There's something in us, something God-breathed that makes us want to belong. And as we serve alongside each other, we can get this sense of belonging, of loving and caring for one another. And then finally, we do it to follow Jesus' example. He was the ultimate servant. And God wants to breathe life into every member of this body to bring purpose and to bring joy. Now, you might be sitting here thinking, but I don't know what my part is, or I don't know what my gift is. You know, and I can remember having thoughts like that. I can remember sitting through in the room through here when I was 23 years old. And, um, you know, God called me to be a pastor in this place. It was never an ambition of my heart. 
Um, it, sorry, it was never an ambition, sorry, of my mind, but I did know something in my heart. I never strived to make it happen. In fact, I never even shared the inclination of the thought with anybody, but God worked something out. And it all started when I was 23 years old. I was in the room next door at a prayer and praise event, and I can distinctly remember crying out to God from the bottom of my heart that I just wanted him to use me. I didn't pray, make me a pastor. On reflection, I should have prayed, don't make me <laughs> a pastor. But I genuinely cried out to God in that moment at 23 years old and said, Lord, whatever you want me to do. It was a moment of surrender of my life and just trusting him with it. Lord, whatever you want me to do. And I genuinely meant that. So if you don't know what it is, just be willing to surrender to God, to just draw close to him and he'll meet with you. Because every one of us has a part to play, a God-ordained purpose to perform. Sheila, give us a little wave at the back there. It was great to see Sheila last week came forward and give a word. Sheila is 126 and still being used by God. It's also been lovely, Lois I'm going to pick on, sitting here next to Michelle, but it's been fantastic. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but seeing Lois up in the worship team, Lois is relatively new to our church, but to see the joy on her face as she's worshipping is such an encouragement. Have you seen the smile and the joy? Because she's just stepping into something of the purpose of God. I just want us to be released in that way. We've had a week of prayer. God's talked about breakthrough. We can have breakthrough in our lives, but as we do, the results will be breakthrough in the church, breakthrough in the community, breakthrough in this town, but it all starts with us individually playing our part. Individually just responding to that little whisper. Individually being actually saying yes to some sacrifice. Volunteering doesn't really cost as much, but service comes with a cost. But it's our response to the cost that Jesus paid for us. I'm going to pray, then I'm going to get Ash to just come back with the worship team. They're going to play a couple of songs, and I'd just like you to really think about what you're going to put on that bit of card. And, you know, don't worry about trying to get something perfect and right first time. Sometimes we have to try ourselves in a few different areas before we find our fit. But if you just want some extra information, just have a little time now, just praying, thinking and considering as we worship. And then at any time in these next couple of songs, just bring forward those cards and drop them into these two little boxes next to me. I'm just going to pray. Father... I pray that we will just draw near to you now. Lord, I thank you for every person in this room. Lord, I thank you that your word so clearly tells us that every one of us has a part to play. Lord, that you deposit something unique into each individual spirit and soul. And Lord, you just want to release that in us, Father. Lord, so that that work that we can do, Lord, will just bring purpose and joy. Lord, it will just bless this church as we bless and serve one another. And Father, I just pray that as we do those things, Lord, that we will see your kingdom grow in this place. In Jesus' name. Amen.